Hey folks, welcome back to the Crossworks Media Podcast. On today's episode, we'll be talking about the shooting of Andrew Teckel Sundberg, the uh, Good Samaritan um, at Greenwood, Indiana Mall, and how the Democrats rejected a GOP resolution to denounce violence against churches and pro-life centers. So we'll just hop right into it. I'm sure a lot, uh, you guys know all about this uh, this Teckel Sundberg stuff that went down. Um, it was over around July 13th when police were called to Sundberg's apartment building when a tenant reported that someone was firing sh- gunshots into her unit, endangering her and her two children. Police engaged Teckel in a six-hour standoff that ended with snipers taking him out on July 14th. Teckel's family criticized police's actions by stating that he was having a mental health crisis. And it ended up being that BLM and stuff took to the streets to protest and they thought that because they thought it was an unjustifiable killing. They were met by the victim, Arabella Foss Yarborough, who challenged them while they were being heckled by the protesters. So, like, like, like I just said, the, um, this guy was, for some reason, ended up, we don't know the full reason why, but he ended up shooting into that um, apartment complex. Police got called on him, and they had a six-hour standoff where he just randomly started popping shots into his apartment complex. And you guys can go online and uh, look at the pictures of this lady's apartment. And the thing was just riddled with bullet holes. And people, of course, BLM and stuff like that, they just see that it's a black guy killed by police. And they just immediately think that it has to have racial aspects to it. And they started uh, protesting in the streets. And this lady ended up going out and challenging them and uh, saying that this, you know, this isn't a George Floyd situation. He, w- he was trying to shoot me and my kids, and some of the uh, BLM protesters were out there telling, what was it? They told her to shut up, and she was like, my apartment has bullet holes. And they were like, not yeah. in you, though. You're okay. Shut up. And yeah. Yeah, it was just a bunch of bull crap, and they're just trying to shout down the victim. Like, what happened to victim blaming? Well, so this is from attorney Ben Crump, I guess, from Twitter. He says, he has a picture of Teckel Sunberg. You know, they always pick the best picture they can find, and he says... This is Teckel Sunberg. Minneapolis Police Department killed this smart, loving, and artistic 20-year-old after an hours-long standoff while he was experiencing a mental health crisis. We need answers from MPD as to why Teckel's mental health crisis became a death sentence. Listen, folks. He lost the right to live after he started blowing holes into his... It was his wife's or girlfriend's apartment? No. no. It It was was just random. It was a random lady. It came out later... That um her sister that lady's sister, uh what's her what's her lady's name the Arabella Foss Yarborough yeah uh the, her sister put up a um GoFundMe account and on the GoFundMe account it said that the Tekel dude was actually like stalking and harassing her for a couple months before this happened okay yeah so and he's blasting holes in her apartment and all of a sudden he's the victim like no he he got what was coming to him like what do you guys what do you people expect to happen. If you start, if someone starts shooting holes in my house with my children or my child, I only have one, and my wife at home, who cares you know, if they're having a mental health crisis? Yeah, who cares? They're they're attempting to kill someone. Yeah, exactly. This guy, whatever, he's having a mental health crisis. But is he? Are you gonna just let him kill whoever he wants to kill? Would the Nazis say they were just having a mental health crisis at the concentration camps? And oh no, you can't stop them. It's a mental health crisis. Obviously not, people. You know this is it. This is the problem. Evil exists in this world, and people want to just think that there's no evil, okay? Evil will happen, okay? That's just a fact. So you can't prevent evil. You can't take guns away to stop killing. 
Killing's going to happen. Whatever. This guy died. He forfeited his right to live by threatening somebody else's right to live. And he lost that right. And you know what? He's dead. And you know what? Whatever. Life goes on. This happens all the time. Why does this one instance get uh, media attention? Because he was black. It was Minneapolis Police Department who, you know, Derek Chauvin. Same police department with George, with Floyd. George Floyd. That's the only reason why they're talking about this. This happens all the time. Yeah. No. And, and the, the, all right, you can keep going. So I have some statistics here. In 2021, a survey showed that 1.67 million times a weapon was used in a self-defense situation. Okay? So, one and a half million. Over one and a half million. Okay? And in this in this instance, you could say it was, yes, it was police officers, but still, it was self-defense. It was... And, My bad. Christopher Columbus? What the heck? Anyway, so... I don't know. What was I going to say? Anyways, so yeah, he... This stuff happens constantly. It fits the media's narrative, so they push it. And, and as soon as this stuff happens, they have to come out and paint him, this guy, like he's an angel. He's such a smart, loving, artistic 20-year-old. But then then you go, they found they found his TikTok, and he was posting stuff like this on there. I don't know what the natives were thinking when they seen Christopher Columbus. If I seen a random white man come at me out of nowhere, I would not greet them. I would be hostile. Very hostile. Like... Who are these people? And why are they brighter than me? Take their skin. Hey, y'all should take that boat back to Europe. Go back home. <laughs> so they take their skin? Yeah, he said he would take their skin. Oh, but, but that last clip, there was a bunch of white people on a boat and he was yelling at them to go back to Europe. Yeah, exactly. This guy was a whack job. Yeah, maybe he was having a mental health crisis. He was a court short, but whatever. So... You know, and, and like you said, BLM comes out and is yelling at the the poor lady who's, you know, rightfully scared. And she's, you know, she had bullets ripping through her apartment. And you, We saw the pictures and it was, it was in her bathroom. Like the yeah. mirror was shattered, bullets going through the stinking, the sink and stuff. It was, it was crazy. It, and thankfully this, it doesn't seem to be turning out like George Floyd. It's very much you know, a smaller situation because I think people are, people are, they're still protesting it though. Right. But it's not like George Floyd. Like people are realizing that this stuff is bullcrap, but BLM is bullcrap. You know, they're, they, they're, they're trained Marxists. They, yeah. well, on their, on their uh, website, it used to say before they deleted it, yeah. that their like mission is to destroy the nuclear family family. Yeah. yeah. Like they're actually like supposed to be trained Marxists that want, like they're not just, protecting black people they're a lot more than that yeah they hide they hide behind the mask of their name black lives matter with but they they're a lot houses. more than just that yeah and they they use uh can't like their funding and stuff like that to buy two million dollar mansions yeah and then like give a bunch of money to their brothers and stuff like that but yeah so if we you know so we have one case where a guy is you know rightfully you would say rightfully taken out yeah. by the cops and then you know, then you you come and look and with this Elijah Dickens guy over in Greenwood, Indiana. Uh, so Dickens and his girlfriend were walking when the shooter emerged from the bathroom and opened fire. So him and his girlfriend were just walking through the mall, and what the what the girlfriend said was that she noticed that there was a guy coming out of the bathroom with like a long rifle. Yeah. And she was like, "Hey, isn't that a rifle?" And the and the, the guy ended up started opening up fire, and his the Elijah guy was like. 
I'll quick get behind me. And he, he props up. I think he got behind a post and fired, emptied his uh, 9mm Glock, 10, 10 rounds, hit eight of them uh, in 15 seconds from about 40 yards away and took out the guy. And I think only two people got, I think two people got shot or something like that in the end. So that's 120 feet. Yeah. Yeah. So that is impressive. Crazy. Like that, that is, that is very accurate shooting with a handgun. I, and I'm, I'm curious what kind of Glock it is. 10 rounds. Was it a, uh, probably a Glock 43X. Yep. G43X, which is a smaller handgun, you know, a little bit more difficult to shoot than a full size or anything. That's in right there. That's an American hero. Yep. And I, I, he's been getting, you know, praised, which is good. And I hope that people will look at the situation and, and realize that, yeah, you know what? Just because the cops suck down in Uvalde doesn't mean that the American hero, the American person, man, woman, the armed citizen can protect you. And you know what? Yeah, people died in the shooting, which is sad. You know, the, the guy, um, he killed people, right? Was it three yeah. people? Yeah. And imagine if he wasn't there. You know, f- another 15 seconds, there'll be six people yeah, dead. Yeah, just think if the Democrats had their way, that guy wouldn't be able to carry a gun. Yep. And they, they think like, oh... You know, with regular citizens, they don't have enough training to do this. This guy had no military or police training. Yep. Guess how he was trained? He was trained. His granddad showed him how yep. to shoot. Yep. And I'm sure he had a couple practices. No formal on the training. Range. And that's it. And that's, and that's fine. And who cares? That's great. This is awesome. You know, people. I I don't. The left hates the cops, but they only want the cops to have guns. I don't understand that. I I don't want the cops to only have guns. I'm not a big fan of the cops. There's good, there's good cops out there, sure, but most of the good ones quit in the last year or two, three years, and, and as they should. I would never work for a depart, uh, an agency like that now, but it's people, people don't trust the cops anymore. Yeah, so if you want to look at the timeline of it, the Greenwood police chief, James Eisen, revealed in a statement, the surveillance video shows the shooter exit the restroom at 5.56, 5.56.48 p.m. He was neutralized by Dickon at 5:57:03 p.m. So like that is like no time. Yeah. But uh yeah, literally 15 seconds. And he had no permit to carry. Yeah, cuz Indiana has constitutional, constitutional carry, carry which every state should have. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know why South Carolina doesn't have it yet. It's pretty ridiculous. Well, because there's a couple like softcore Republicans in there that keep keep uh banning it. Luckily, we do have uh Finally, open carry with training, which is stupid. It should just be permitless everything, but whatever. But yeah, so like I said earlier, you know, 1.67 million guns were used in self-defense. 31% of people in the survey who carry who have weapons say that they've used weapons in self-defense. And 80, almost 82% of the time, they don't ever have to shoot. You don't ever have to actually shoot the gun. People yeah. see the gun, you tell them they ha- you have a gun, and they're like, okay, they don't want to deal with you. And um, and 80% of this happens in the home, you know? So th- that's where the majority of these these situations happen is when someone breaks into your house. And a lot of people, you know, if they're on drugs and they're crazy, they're, you know, they bust in your home at night or when they think you're gone and you and your kids are at home and, you know, they're climbing through a window or through a door you have a right in most states you have what's called the castle doctrine or stand your ground where you don't have to retreat some states have you duty to retreat you have to run away which is stupid that's dumb so i have a 
little story here is a, a mom in Texas. See if I can pull it up here. A mom in Texas was at home with her three kids. And I think it was at nighttime. Yeah. So a Texas mother of three shot and killed a man who broke into her home while her children were asleep. But the police say she won't face any charges. So yeah. So this 41-year-old man uh, kicked in the door or the window and climbed into the house. And she was waiting there with a gun. Shot him two times in the chest. And he went outside, sat in a chair, and he died. And the, you know, you don't you don't hear this in major news because that that, that doesn't fit the Democrats' narrative to ban guns. So you people who want to ban guns, what would that lady do? Yeah, what do you what do you think you should do? Hit him with a chair. What was if he has a gun? So dude, this is a mom with her three little babies, three little kids. I don't know if they're babies, but you know, do you, you do you want to strip her rights to protect herself? We have a right to life. That's also why we believe in a no abortions, a right to life. And someone was saying, if you don't, the, the Democrats don't have a fundamental right to life. They don't believe in a right to life. You know, they look at abortion. They say that abortions should be illegal. You sh- legal. You should be able to kill your baby. So they're stripping away a right to life. So they don't think you should have a gun to protect your life. You know, they don't, they don't actually care about these people who get killed, you know, in mass shootings. They don't care. Especially because all the Democrat elites have uh, people with guns that, that protect them. Yeah, they don't. They just... The, the Democrats push this, and the media pushes this, to disarm the American people. And they use emotional stories, lies, propaganda, to convince naive people that we shouldn't have guns. Why? Because the government, when the people is armed, the government has a, a fear of the people, kind of. They have a wariness to to commit tyranny or to overstep their boundaries. They want to get rid of that. They don't they don't want the American people to be armed. So that's that's what this is all about. You know, and gun culture I think is winning. So I don't I, do you have anything else to add on the Yeah. That yeah, sorry, I went on a long rabbit hole but Yeah, but like you were saying earlier about how how it doesn't make any sense how the Democrats like hate the police, think they're such racist people that are out just hunting down black people but yet they want to take us away take away our uh pistols to be able to protect ourselves like so then what we're going to rely on the police like so you're you know let's say a black dude you know he's living in a living in his house someone kicks his door he doesn't have a gun because democrats took it away now you want him to call the racist police yeah but i mean it doesn't make sense so so do you do you trust the police to get there in time to help you i i wouldn't say so when you look at this um, new poll. It shows American. So they they asked Americans uh, who they trust more when it comes to being in like a life. Uh, what do we call it? A life threatening threatening uh, situation. Would they trust armed civilians, police officer officers, or federal agents more? And the poll found that forty one point eight percent of citizens said that they would rather have an armed citizen civilian uh, being there. But, to protect them, twenty five percent said police, and only ten percent said federal agents. Yeah. So people, I mean, I, I, you could, you could trust your neighbor a lot more than I would trust a federal agent. Oh, of course. You go look into all the ATF stuff. I yep. mean, and so with all this stuff, I mean, so when you compare these two things, like obviously, if that lady had a gun, she could protect herself with that. Yeah. Against the tackle guy, but. With, and then you look at the Uvalde stuff where 19 t- children and two teachers were killed by that maniac. 
And just Texas lawmakers just put out a um, report where they concluded that the local police failed to prioritize saving the lives of innocent victims over their own safety. Yep. So you can, it's it's pretty quite obvious why people don't protect, uh, don't believe in uh, police officers anymore. There's all this defund the police. They're getting less training. They're just they've neutered the police force now. Yeah, and and you know what? That the one cop who was going to stop it, they 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 detained him. Those was, was a Texas Ranger. Yeah, and his wife was one of the. Um, she was in the school. I don't know if she was one that was shot or whatever, but she was in the school, and they 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 detained him. They kept him from going in. No, no, no. He got in there. He got in there, saved his wife. The lady who the, the dude who was at the, um, barbershop. Yeah, at the barbershop. He grabbed that the. Sh- that wasn't a ranger. That was a that was border a, patrol. I thought that was a ranger. No. Okay. Okay. Well, whatever. I'm talking about the police officer. Whose oh. wife was a teacher. He was a Uvalde police department. He tried to go in there earlier before they got there, and then they held him back. So, what's well, just cowardice? If you you guys can go find the, um, there's footage. They 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 released the footage of the shooting. It's not in the classroom. It's just a there's a camera in the hallway, and it shows you what all the cops were doing. One of the like one of the cops goes up and gets hand sanitizer. One of the other cops just sits on his phone while he's out there, and they found out that that guy who was sitting on his phone, his wife was one of the teachers in that classroom that got shot. Yeah, what a freaking weirdo. Cowardice. Yeah, see right here. Video shows cop husband of slain Uvalde teacher held back during the shooting. Yeah, so he was trying to he was trying to go in there. This is from the Daily Mail. Um, the latest damning evidence of the police abysmal response shows Ruiz trying to get past heavily armed colleagues at 11:48. She says she saw. She says she's shot. She says she's shot. He pleads with them she while stumbling forward in a fog of shock. Hey, 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 Ruben, Ruben, Ruben! Someone off screen says as they're moving past the line of officers, stopping him from going inside. They lead him away, telling him they have to wait for help from another horse. So. Yeah, so at 11.33, Salvador Ramos enters the building. Um, two minutes later, um, the husband, Ruiz, Officer Ruiz, shows up to the classroom. And at 11.36, he's seen on different surveillance footage, checking footage from his phone, hoping for a message from his wife. He checks his phone again at 11.37, then is shown, out walk, shown walking out of the school building to the grounds outside. So... It, it looks like, so he didn't know whether she was being shot, but then when she texted him, he tried to go in there and save her, and they held him back, which is just weird. Why wouldn't you just go in there? Yeah. They had shields. Yeah, they, yeah. You, if you watch the video, they had they were behind shields, just posted up with AR. Yeah. Just aiming down the hallway. Not- and people, surprisingly, can survive gunshot wounds pretty pretty significantly. Like, there's a lot of, if, if you look at, casualties in wars to deaths like a lot of people get shot and not die a lot of people get shot pretty good especially if you're next to a um like a hospital or wherever medical equipment if you get shot somewhere as long as it can get you blood and keep you breathing if it's not in like the brain or anything you're fine like it's crazy my brother was a combat medic in the military if they can keep you oxygenated and with blood, you're most likely not going to die. It's just what happens is, is if you get obviously shot in, you know, central nervous system, stuff like that, or they can't get to you. But either way, kind of a dumb tangent. But my point is, 
They have body armor on. They have these shields. Why wouldn't they go in? Why? Because you know what? Most of these police officers probably don't even live in the town. No connection to this town. They're all scared. They're all a bunch of babies. I'm not saying I would could do it or would do it, but you know what? If my kid they or signed wife up was for in that there, job, yeah, that's that's part of the job. If you can't do it, don't freaking do it. Get out. If you'd have three people willing to do it, you could get rid of the twenty other guys, and they would get the job done. So, so, I just get so when, you, when you when you look at all all these situations, what 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 like what what would you do about them? Like, okay, what better better more training for police? That like, yeah, you'd have to you'd you'd. Well, first of all, stop demonizing the police departments. Yeah. Okay. Vet these people who come in. Don't hire any yeah, Joe not, Schmo. Not everyone who's going to the police is going in for the right reason. Right. And you know what? That's a problem. There's a lot of a lot of people I know growing up who became cops. I'm like, dang, I would never expect them to be a cop. And you know what? But the problem is, is they can't pick and choose who they want because the the police department gets so demonized. Gutted. And the problem is too, is that there's a lot of people inside the police department that are very left liberal woke they got their own police departments so it's yeah, the sheriff sheriffs are elected uh, yeah no well i'm talking police okay. departments like uvalde police department minneapolis police department but yeah sheriffs is usually different sheriffs i would trust a sheriff over a, yeah. a police department but still like either way you can get some bad sheriffs in there look at that sheriff down in florida when the uh, uh what is it the parkland parkland, parkland. That guy, his officers, his sheriff's deputies did the same thing. They all hid and... and Well, I believe it was Parkland where they had the guy in there to, that was supposed to protect the school. He and ran, he ran out. He ran out. And he got charged later on. Yeah, so it's... Cowardice. It's cowardice, and it's sad. So where does this cowardice stem from, then, do you believe? Feminism. Well, you think so? I think that feminism... Taking away, taking away, uh, what is that? Toxic masculinity. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so it's not necessarily feminism, but the, when they start blaming toxic masculinity on anything, like men don't. They they try to they try to whitewash ma- like manhood. It's like the stories of these people on you know subways, and the lady was getting raped, and nobody stopped her. Stopped the guy raping her. Well, it, well, that that a lot of people like said that that people may be thinking that. If they try to stop and hurt that guy, they could get charged yeah. as well. So it, it's the whole it's it's all watching out for yourself now. There's like with all this COVID stuff, we were all self isolating. Yeah, you don't you don't like. I mean, there's so many people now. Like, do when you walk around, do you like you don't really have. I mean, you live in a neighborhood. Do you yeah. do you know a lot of people in here? No, I know a couple on a first. I mean, think business. about it. You're you're going to work and you're leaving your wife with a bunch of people that you don't even know. Like, right. We don't even talk to our neighbors anymore. She knows people. Yeah. Because she sees him at the pool. She hangs out. I mean, I've talked to a couple different people when I'm out. And I trust this is a good neighborhood, I think. It, you know, I know people. One of my coworkers have lived here for a while. And I he likes it. And they know quite a bit of people. But, yeah, it's still, it's not. I knew more people up in New Hampshire. And we were farther apart. That, more that, of our neighbors. Yeah, that, that's that's more of a small town, though. I think that's I think that's what small towns have over like big bigger areas like we are living. Yeah. Like you, like in your small town, you guys knew everyone. Yeah. It keeps you rooted into the community. You, like you would trust people. You yeah. You know what's going on, and you would you would put up your life for those people. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know the person that's living five doors down. Yeah. You knew the people at the gas station on a first name basis. Exactly. You know, you would see these people all the time. You would go to the library, little tiny library, and and Sumi, her name was, or Soini. You know, you know these people. 
I haven't talked to that lady in years, but you know who they are. You know the the local hardware store people. You know that you know the town uh, the town workers. You know who plow the roads. So, yeah, down here in in Inman, like there's ten thousand people that live here, which is still a small town, but not compared to three thousand in New Upswich. Greenville, Greenville's huge. Greenville's huge. So it's the the it's communication has become has changed so much. Like back then, with with the less technology, like to, to talk to people, you had to go out and talk to people. Nowadays, with all the rise of social media and stuff like that. You can talk to people across the world. You don't actually have to go out and talk to people like face to face if you don't want if you don't want to. I think you're gone to something about just the fall of the community. You know, there's no community anymore. So why would you? you yeah, why why would you risk your life to go protect the kids? You don't you don't know who they are. Who cares? Right. Like, and, I because like, oh, what about my what about my life? Right, and and it's not necessarily even like a selfish. It's just human uh, human nature. I feel- you, you you don't you don't know them. To you, it's not a big deal. Like if you hear about someone getting in a car accident that you don't know and they die down the road, you don't it's think like, about. Oh it. yeah, it's like sad, but it's like whatever. But if you know when you grew up in a small town, it's like oh hey, that was you know the the hardware worker. He died. Oh wow, that's crazy. You know, I just saw him the other day. So I I think you're right. I think that when you lose community, and we are losing community, Espe- every day. especially with. With COVID, COVID, yeah. you 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 don't see people, you didn't see people's faces, right? And and that's also I think why the George Floyd riots went on is people were locked up, they weren't They're doing pissed. anything, and especially in these Democrat cities where everyone was locked down, yeah, that's where it mostly all yeah, happened. It, it was more lax around here. I mean, it right. was like what about maybe like not even a month. It was really really bad where like people's things were shut down, but right, and it, it opened up. It yet. opened up quite like pretty fast. I got one time that I was told that I couldn't go into a place because I didn't have a mask. That's it. One time. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, coming from here, that same summer when COVID was big, we went up north for uh, vacation, and it was it was insane up there. Yeah. Like, if you had a mask, you were, like, looked that weird. If yeah. you didn't have a mask, you were yep. looked that weird. And it's like, it's like people are just, they're so they're so scared to, like, see people's faces now. But COVID's kind of dying down, but it's going to yeah. come back. Oh, yeah. They're already talking about yeah, it. Just wait till November, guys. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, com- community's big, and we've, we've definitely lost that value. And if you don't know the people that, that you see on a daily basis, then, I mean, just think of how many faces you see nowadays. It's done. It, you couldn't be able to know everyone in your community. But, you know, it, it, it goes back to like, well, you know, I, I wanted something for my car. I ordered it off Amazon. It's just easier. Why would I go to the auto parts store? Yeah. So right there, you got Amazon, you got all these deliveries, you know, you got DoorDash. You don't ever see people. You don't have to go in and pick something up from the restaurant anymore. You know, you don't talk to these people. Yeah, yeah, and then and then now with with all these apps, like you know, let's say you go to Starbucks yep. if you want to go to that liberal company. Remember when we went? We went uh, that one summer when I was still working with you. Yeah, we went. We went to that same like Ingles Starbucks, and we were like they every time we went in there, they were like you like they, like they just saw us and they immediately like you like you want the same thing. We're like yep. yep. But nowadays with all these things, you can order right off your phone. Yep. Walk in there. Walk in there. You would pay with it on your phone. Don't talk to anyone. Grab your drink. Walk out. And all these uh, self checkouts. McDonald's, you order kiosks. And I use those. I, I know, use the, bad. I, I use self-checkouts because it's just easier. It's faster, actually. It's way faster. Like, yeah, my on my mini rant episode, I ranted about people being lazy and stuff. And that, that's the biggest reason why I use the self-checkouts. Yeah. Because people are just slow and are terrible. But, yeah, I don't know. The community is huge. We definitely need to build back community. Yeah, and then what else? You could say we need constitutional carry nationwide. Yes, everywhere. I, too bad the Supreme Court doesn't just 
with the, there was that with that um one thing with the New York where they uh, changed it to where yeah. you can you should be able to get a permit. Shall issue. Yeah, if only if only they should they should have came out and said something about like any like needing a permit is against uh, yeah the right the constitution of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Well, you know it's a shall issue state, so it's not technically infringing, and it's like. Okay, but you're deliberately making... And, you know, a lot of people have... It's not a good enough reason for you to yeah. have a gun. It's like, whatever. I mean, I went to the CWP class, and I already knew everything we went through. It was yeah. just... Yeah, me, yeah, remember, me and you got me and you got a 100 out of 100 on the written test, and the guy was like, what are you guys, cheating? No. Like, no, it was all, like, just Common simple sense. stuff. If you're around guns, you're going to be comfortable with guns. Like, I... I like. Okay, the thing with all... When, when you go to, like, all the like these cities, which is normally where people don't want guns... Where you need them the most. They, they don't see they don't see guns on the regular. So if they saw someone with a gun, they'd be scared. If I see someone in like, let's say I'm going to Target or something like that, which probably actually not Target, but let's, I don't know where someone. Angles. I saw someone. Angles. Yeah. Okay. I've seen people with guns. I've seen someone, a, a guy with a gun. It was up in New Hampshire with like a pecking revolver, yeah. Colt revolver. And I was not, I wasn't nervous. Like yeah. I'm not, I, don't, I don't see a gun and I get nervous. Yeah, I saw a guy walking through Angles with a 1911. Exactly. 1911. Yep. It was Open great. carrying. I, I, I don't get nervous around guns. You Why need to be you? around this stuff. It, the gun can't hurt you unless the trigger's pulled. Exactly. So we need constitutional carry. And then if this guy was really having a mental health crisis, we need to fix mental health stuff. Yeah, open up the sink. Quit mental... giving people SSRIs. Yeah, we talked about that on our last episode. Yeah, and there are. Start- I'm actually curious. Was this guy on him? I I don't know. I don't. I, I, don't, I don't. They know. won't tell us now. I don't think much they, stuff they, has come they out. They won't now. tell us anymore. But there are studies coming out that because obviously men, you know, they're typically more aggressive and stuff like that that ssris can make someone have homicidal thoughts they they can give people suicidal thoughts but they also can give homicidal thoughts and all these recent um shooters and stuff have been on ssris and a lot of these people they just they don't have a sense of purpose in life you know they don't have anything to live for you know so like my dad says when people don't have anything to lose that's when they go off the rails and, you know, that's what happens with a lot of these people. They don't, the whole entire, there's no sense of community anymore. And this goes back to it. There's no sense of community, but like with the, the Uvalde school shooter, like nobody's watching out for this kid. Be like, hey, this kid needs help. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's weird. He's making these weird moves or things that are concerning. You know, there's no, there's no community there to help him. Nobody know who this kid was until he started blowing or shooting stuff up. Well, actually he made threats before and yeah, he went, went under the river, but. I don't know. Yes, we probably we probably said everything we can about that. So we we probably should move on to our last story, which is the House Democrats reject reject a GOP resolution to denounce violence against churches and pro life centers. Um, before we go into the story, are you really surprised? Of course not. Exactly. They hate Christians. They 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 it it's so it's so backwards. So if we go into the story. It says, um, this past Tuesday, the. Democrats blocked a GOP resolution to condemn violence against churches and pro-life centers following numerous attacks in recent weeks. And this comes from the Daily Wire. Uh, Representative Mike Johnson, a Republican from Louisiana, introduced House Resolution 1233, which sought to condemn the recent attacks on pro-life faculties, no, facilities, groups, and churches. Johnson took to social media to blast the left silence regarding the recent pro-abortion attacks on churches and pro-life centers. Quote, Ever since the Dobbs decision, crisis pregnancy centers have been subjected to a nationwide spate of violence and vandalism that has been met with silence from President Biden and Democrats. He tweeted, enough is enough. 
Um, yeah, so ever since this, well, even before the Dobbs decision, whenever it leaked, and what was it, May, when was it, May 20, no, I don't know. May 2nd or something like that of this year, I think the Supreme that Supreme Court decision got leaked. <coughs> and ever yeah. since then, uh, what is it, Jane sent us, no, yeah. Jane's Revenge, <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, Ruth sent us, that's what it is, Yeah. have been attacking Catholic churches, other uh, denominations, churches, pro-life, uh, like the preg- pregnancy centers, because they think of them as some violent center, which is going to force women to have um, pregnancies, pregnancies when they don't want it. Well, if a lady's going to go, if a lady really wants an abortion, why would she go to a pregnancy center? Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. And it so... I'm looking this up for violence against pro-life, and that's all you. That's all Google brings up is anti-abortion violence against pro-choice stuff. They're just pushing lies. They're trying to cover everything up. Like, use brave. Yeah. What is brave? Brave is like the new thing since DuckDuckGo has gone woke, and they said that they, you because know, the whole thing about DuckDuckGo was they're not gonna um, filter so, like filter uh, like news articles and stuff that comes up. They'll just put out whatever. And then they came out with with all this Ukraine stuff. They were like, "Oh, we're gonna start filtering against yeah. Russian um, stuff." And ever since then, people have wanted to go use Brave. Now, Brave's the new thing. So yeah, so you know, there's all the suppressing news. Exactly. There, there's violence against pro-life buildings and operations companies, and they're just trying to cover it up with that there might be there might be violence against abortion clinics, and it's. It's just the left doing what the left does. They have to lie, cheat, and steal over anything to to win anything. You know, there's bots everywhere on the internet. Dead internet theory. Dead internet theory. Look, Look it, it up. up. 2016. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, it I I think that there's a red wave coming. You know, when when, when the truth gets out, you know the the left screams, wails, whines, moans, complains, and the truth's coming out. The left is evil. People are seeing it. And you know what? It's not even really the left. It's the far left. I think what's going to happen, this is this is a thought of mine, is that this wokeism is going to end and the left liberal dem- democrat like is going to like fall apart. That, that's just going to go away. And then the Republican Party is going to split, you know, to into, go yeah, into two different things. You know what I'm saying? And and there'll be maybe, you know, because throughout the United States history, there's always been two different parties. They were called, you know, Federalists versus the Non-Federalists or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Wigs versus non-Wigs. Yeah. That's more British history. But. but So it might split into something like that. So the the Republican Party gets bigger. And then, you know, obviously there's going to be differences and it might split more on, you know, government policy, foreign policy, if we can just win this culture war. So, and, and hopefully that happens. Because this far left wokeism is destroying our country. Our country is weak. We're it's prime time for China to attack us right now. You know they're threatening to get uh, do something drastic because Nancy Pelosi was visiting Taiwan or was going to or she did. And I don't know the 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 left is the far left is destroying this country. You know they won't protect the innocent. That's their plan. Yeah, exactly, and. Well, so, like you were saying, where you can't find this stuff, I did find um, a news article about it. Shout out to the Catholics. According to Catholic News Agency, starting in May, which is about when the Dobbs decision was leaked, 
There have been 77 attacks on churches, pro-life centers, maternity homes, and other pro-life organizations. And when there's when they say attacks, like it's arson. They're spray painting stuff, breaking windows. Like they're not just protesting outside of it. Yeah. Like they're actually like destroying these places. They're writing on there if abortions aren't safe, you aren't either. And they're they're just really nasty language and just destroying churches that like, yeah, it's it's just stupid. And then you you read into this. I went and read that um, House Resolution twelve thirty three. And what it says on there, it says the House of Rep. This is what it wanted the House of Representatives to say. The House of Representatives, one, condemns recent attacks of vandalism, violence, and destruction against pro-life facilities, groups, and churches. Two, recognizes the sanctity of life and the important role pro-life facilities, groups, and churches play in supporting pregnant women, infants, and families. And three, calls upon the Biden administration to use all appropriate law enforcement authorities to uphold... Uh, public safety and to protect the rights of pro-life facilities groups and churches that is what the bill wanted to do and a lot of the bill was it was listing all the um well not all but most of the attacks and stuff that have been going on around the country yeah and democrats couldn't sign on to that they they don't they don't want to condemn the attacks on these pro-life stuff uh i think it was to continue yeah they want to continue elizabeth warren just recently um, said that in Massachusetts, because she's a she a she's a senator, right? Yeah, Elizabeth Warren, yeah, Pocahontas. Um, said that in Massachusetts, they need to end get rid of these pro life um, pregnancy centers because they are a danger to pregnant women. They go in there and they act like they'll help these ladies, and then they just get them to think they need to uh, have the baby. What's so bad about that? Like, right. Like honestly, do you think if a if a lady gets tricked in quotes that to have the baby that she's actually going to regret in the future if she does then she's a horrible person but i really don't i really don't think it i really don't think that they actually will regret it and if you think these attacks are going to end anytime soon we can assure you that they won't because that jane's revenge who's been doing a lot of a lot of these attacks it's a far left movement and they released a recent manifesto calling for action against pro-life movement and has claimed responsibility for some of the attacks. Uh, they wrote, quote, We will never stop, back down, slow down, or retreat. We did not want this, but it is upon us, and so we must deal with it proportionally. We exist in confluence and solidarity with all others in the struggle for complete liberation. Our recourse is now to defend ourselves and to build robust, caring communities of mutual aid so that we may heal ourselves with the need of the medical industry or any other intermediary, through attacking, we find joy, courage, and strip the veneer of impenetrability held by these violent institutions. What a bunch of load of crap. Yep. They, they, they said it. Through attacking, we find joy. They're evil. They like destroying stuff. And what are they talking about? Violent institutions? How, how are these pregnant things violent institutions? You really, they go in there. I listened to this to this uh, podcast where this lady who used to work at one of these things was saying that they bring the ladies in there and they they try to like you know they they will give them diapers they will do all this stuff for them and promise that they if they have the baby they will help them yeah and if some if the lady says I still think I'll have the abortion then they say we we hope you change your mind and they let the lady out yeah how is that a violent institution my mom's gonna go it actually just signed out that she's gonna go help one of those things at a Pro-life. At a pro-life thing around yeah. here. 
That's awesome. And we need to do that. We need to protest. Actually, yeah, we need to protest against these uh, abortion clinics. We, need we to can't. Get out. Why? You can't. They they said that you, they, they made this, I think it was the, I don't know, if, I th- think it was Congress or something, made a thing that you can't protest within like, I forgot how many, if you can quick try to find it. Like you can't protest within like a certain amount of like yards or something away from it. Because they were saying, because before when Roe v. Wade initially came out, there were people protesting like right outside the doors and they were saying, oh, you're harassing them. So, you know, we have to make it so you can't protest right outside it. So like now people would just hold signs and stuff like however many feet away you can actually do it now. But like, see, they, they make laws for people who are like holding up signs outside of a pro, uh, like Planned Parenthood. But the Democrats can't even condemn um, people burning, trying to burn down and smashing windows and spray bombing all over uh, churches and stuff. Yeah. You One thing you've got to realize and I, I, I love this quote so much. Shout out to Michael Knowles and his books, uh, Speechless, Controlling, what is it? Controlling Thoughts, Controlling Minds. Controlling Words. Controlling, controlling, controlling minds. Mo- Words, Controlling Minds. He wrote in there, conservative speech is violence and liberal violence is speech. Yep. That, that's, that's, that's so true. Where, the, where, you know, pro-life people can't even hold up signs outside of a Planned Parenthood where they kill babies, but yet, all, like, Jane's Revenge and stuff can go out and burn down pro-life uh, centers, and they don't do anything about it. That's, it's too bad. It's too bad, but you know what? There's hope. There's hope that the, the movement's happening. There's hope that people are starting to realize the craziness and the violence, and that's one thing we have is hope. Hope and what? Hope. Hope that America changes. Hope in God. Just keep having you keep having kids and raising them right. Make sure you uh, you know if if conservative the thing is conservatives have more kids than liberals because as soon as Roe v Wade and stuff got overturned, vasectomies went up the roof and liberal dudes were out there uh, showing off their vasectomy uh, like receipts and stuff like that. So you know in a few generations conservatives will. Most likely be the majority because we have kids. You just have to make sure that you raise them right. Yeah, that's and the big. That, that's 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 our winning ticket right there. Have kids, raise them right, and yeah. Do you have any last thoughts? I no, I'm good. All right, well, uh, thank you guys for listening. I know this was kind of a little longer one, but we just once you get into it, then you just can't stop talking about certain things. But uh, just make sure you like and follow the show. Rate it five stars. Um, make sure you subscribe to the show and if you really enjoy what we're doing just let people know so we can build this thing a little bigger we're just trying to I mean our voice is small right now but we're just trying to build something and we'll see where it goes in the future but thanks guys and remember the cross works <laughs>